Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Before I get into it, I want to tell you just a little bit about myself. Um, I have four children and I have my own a uh, couple of businesses and I have written a couple of books, two books which the Lord placed on my heart and asked me to write some years ago. Um, you may or may not be familiar with them, but one is called Let the Walls Fall and the other is called Turtle Tutelage. Let the Walls Fall is about the walls that we as women place around our hearts thinking that we are safe. Um, but are we though? And then the other one is called Turtle Tutelage, the lessons learned from a turtle. And so I share with you the lessons I've learned from a turtle. So both of these books can be found on Amazon. Now, to the, in this podcast episode, uh, the Lord has laid it on my heart to talk about rejection. And I'm going to take my time with this one because he's he's given me specific things to talk about. And so as we talk about rejection, I first want to talk about what rejection means. Because many of us can say that we have been rejected, but and we all have an idea of what rejection is and we tend to stand on common ground about rejection. But when I looked it up, I want to share what I found in in the dictionary. First of all, re, and when we break the word down, re means again or repetition. Ject, J-E-C-T, means to throw away. And so to reject someone literally means to throw away again and again, and again. So when we say we feel rejected, is that what we are saying? We felt like someone has thrown us away again, and again, and again. Something something to think about. Because re means that it's happened more than one time. So it happens over and over again. And then when I looked up reject, it means to set aside, to block from inheritance, to refuse to submit to, to throw or cast away, to throw back, refuse to take, rebel, repel, rebuff. Back in the 15th century, this word actually meant divorce. Refuse to accept or grant. All, all, that's what reject means. So when we say we feel rejected, is this what we mean? Do we feel like someone has thrown us away again and again? Or do we feel like we've been blocked from inheritance? Do we... Or do we feel like we've been repelled or rebuffed? Do we feel like someone or others have refused to accept accept us? So what what how how do you what do you say your rejection is? 
And then as I was talking to God about rejection, I heard him say that it's it's running rampant throughout the church, throughout his body, throughout his people. Rejection. That his body feels like they've been thrown away again and again. They've been refused. They've been not accepted again and again. It's affecting those whom it's not meant for. They've been jeered, been mocked. And that's not the Lord's intent for his body, for his people. He empathizes because Jesus was rejected. So he knows exactly how we feel. We need to know that God has called us and has given us his name and that we are in him. We are seated in him and he is in us. We should know that we were not created to be tolerated, but loved and accepted. That he has a plan for us. He includes us in that plan. He doesn't force us to do anything. We do tend to own rejection. Like if it's a gift or something. And we don't need to own rejection. It's not ours. It wasn't meant for, it's not meant for us. It's not meant for the body. Some of us tend to wear it like a badge of honor, but it's not for us. So much so that in the New Testament, Jesus told them, his disciples, that wherever they go, if if they go, when they go, if the word is rejected, they are to dust their feet off. Dust their feet off and then leave. So is that what we are doing when we're being thrown away again and again or divorced or refused or blocked? Are we dusting our feet off? Are we talking to God about how we are feeling? We are supposed to cast our cares and our anxieties. Is that what we are doing? Casting how we are feeling to him. Something that God taught me not that long ago was that rejection, as I said earlier, is not ours, but yet we tend to pick it up and hold on to it, like if, again, a badge of honor. But at any point, we can put it down, and there are times when it seems to be really hard to do. I am reminded of Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 8 when the Israelites asked for a king. And Samuel felt like they were wrong in asking for a king. However, 
the Lord and Samuel had this whole conversation and I really want to read it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to start at 1 Samuel 8, chapter, chapter 8, verse 4. So all the elders of Israel gathered together and went to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, look, you are old and your sons do not walk in your ways. Therefore, appoint a king to judge us the same as all the other nations have. When they said, give us a king to judge us, Samuel considered their demand wrong. So he prayed to the Lord. But the Lord told him, listen to the people and everything they say to you. They have not rejected you. They have rejected me as their king. They are doing the same thing to you that they have done to me since the day I brought them out of Egypt until this day, abandoning me and worshiping other gods. Listen to them, but solemnly warn them and tell them about the customary rights of the king who will reign over them. So again, that's verses four to nine. So we don't hear or we don't see, we don't read where Solomon says, Lord, I feel rejected. The Lord knew what was in his heart and he addressed it. He said to Solomon, they have not rejected you. They have rejected me as their king. It wasn't him. It was the Lord they were rejecting. And the Lord made sure to tell him, like, hey, it's not you. Don't take this on. Don't pick this up. It's me. I've got this. Now, recently, the Lord asked me some questions. He, and, and it was in, in the line of, of rejection. And he asked questions like, did you choose your own hair? Did you create your own voice? Did you choose your skin color? What about the way you look? What about many things about you? Did you choose that? No, Lord, it was you. It was you who called me from my mother's womb. That was you. And then he started to show me that if anyone has anything to say about anything that that belongs to me, my car, my house, they're talking about me. There's an issue somewhere with me. And he said, it's the same with me because I have redeemed you. You're mine. So anyone who has a problem with you ultimately has a problem with me because you're mine. So they have not rejected you. They have rejected me. And I I sat in tears. I sat in awe. Because how many of us sometimes just feel like, Lord, little, little me. Or me, Lord. Yeah, he loves. Loves us so much. He sent his son to die on a cross many years ago knowing 
all the things I would do, all the things I would say, all the ways I wouldn't get it right, all the ways that I would sin. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, all because of love. That is some awesome agape love. An unconditional love that the Lord gives us. He he loves us. He loves us. I was working on a... um, I'm doing a small group with some ladies and was working on... Um, getting ready to meet with them, working on what, asking the Lord, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? What, what do you want to say to them, Lord? And um, I was, I can't even say I was a bit distracted. I ended up on Instagram and saw a video of a boy dancing with only one leg, just a clip of it. And as I'm getting ready to talk to these ladies about holding gifts hostage, that's a whole nother podcast, by the way. I am convicted because the Lord had been asking me to do a podcast and I hadn't done it. It had been about a year. And so I'm even telling you all my the very first episode of... My podcast was recorded over a year ago. The episode has been there. There's there's more than one episode. However, I didn't release it. And I asked was asking the Lord like what what happened? Why didn't I release it? And he said you were you were looking through lenses of rejection. And at this point, it's been a year later. I'm like, Lord, I thought we dealt with this. He said, we have. Your lenses, they still need to be cleaned up and your mind still needs some more renewing. Because there's places where we think that, oh, I've dealt with that. And he's like, yeah, let me let me tell you about this place. Let me tell you about that place over here where you're not releasing the gifts I have given you because of this thing right here, this rejection, this word that was spoken over you, whatever it is. Again, that's another podcast (laughs) episode. So rejection is real. To felt to feel like you've been thrown away again and again is a real feeling. Acknowledge those feelings and then go give them to God. Which sounds, I know sometimes like that's easier said than done. No, it really is. Have a conversation with him. Lord, I'm feeling rejected. I feel like I've been thrown away Because this and this and this has happened. And when this happened, I felt rejected. 
I felt pissed. I felt mad. I felt angry. Whatever the feeling is and was, give it to him. Cast it. Give it to him. God knows what to do with rejection. Because he, he won't ever reject us. He accepts us. Besides, he called you from your mother's womb. Come on out. You're here. Come on out. He accepts you. I didn't say your behavior. He accepts you. So go to him. Take the time to sit with him. Wherever you have that time, uh, I'm, I'm a mom. So I know that sometimes we have to find a place to get along with God. But we can get along with God. So find that place for you. Get in that place and release Release it. Tell him how you feel. Tell him how you felt when those situations happened. And then once you release it, take the time to listen. Now, when you release it, it may be verbal. It could be in writing. I write a lot. However you release it. And then listen and hear what he has to say about how you feel about how he feels, about how you feel, what he has to say. Let him tell you how much he loves you. Let him tell you how much he accepts you. Let him tell you that you are chosen, how you are loved. Let him tell you. Let him tell you how much he loves and cherishes you. How you were chosen for a time is this. Let him tell you the plan and the purpose for you. Sit in his presence and hear what he has to say, what he wants to talk to you about. Get with him. Lord God, I thank you for those who are listening to this episode right now. I first speak peace into their hearts, their thoughts, and their emotions, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they will find the time they will make the time to get in your presence and to release any rejection. Release the cares, release the anxieties, giving it to you. And then Lord, I ask that you open their ears so they hear you speaking very clearly to them. So they hear what you have to say to them. That they hear your comfort. They hear your love. 
they hear what you have to say to them in response. Let them know that they are chosen, that you cover them, that you love them. Open their eyes so they see. They see what you are saying. We say that so much. Do you see what I'm saying? So open their eyes so they see. Open their minds so they understand and their hearts. Open their hearts so that they receive all that you have for them. That they would not allow rejection to limit or to keep them from moving forward in the things that you have for them, in the path that you have for them to go on. Expose those areas of their lives where rejection may be hiding or camouflaged as something else. Expose it for what it is so that they can come to you and cast that over to you also. You are God and God alone, and we believe that you are healer today. You men broken hearts, we thank you for loving us the way that you do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.